Okay, we're joining the line now with Zach Stepan. He is now currently a head coach in the NA3, assistant coach in the NA, so he's working up the ranks. He's a former Predators prospect, so hockey big there. Uh, Zach, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me today. Yeah, I appreciate you reaching out. Um, it's gonna be hopefully going to be something that uh, people want to hear. <laughs> no, no, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's really cool just to see, too, that you're able to step in, especially still really young, and step into the head coaching role just after being an assistant coach. And from what I see looking at a map, it's pretty close to where you were born, too. Is, is that nice just to be able to, to be a head coach in, at home, basically? Yeah, it is. Uh, I was fortunate enough for my first two coaching jobs to only be really an hour and a half from home. Um, even the one in Chippewa Falls last year um, in the North American League, I was only an hour and a half away from the Twin Cities uh, in Minnesota. So now I'm actually back in Minnesota and only – Actually, only 20 minutes from Mankato, my alma mater from college. So um, I'm I'm back living in, in North Mankato. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool just to see that too, to, to be near home and everything. So let's kind of take it a step back and everything too, and just kind of look at your career and everything before we get into the coaching part of it too. I mean, you had a, a successful four years of college. You played all four years at, at Mankato. Just what was that experience like playing college hockey in in your home state? Um, that was a that was a fun one for me because the the most important part of being back home was um, the support I was able to get from friends and family. Um, so, because I, I was originally uh, committed to Ohio State and I went the coaching change went through, um, I decommitted and ended up at Mankato, just mm-hmm. a little bit closer to home. So, um, from being instead of being in Ohio and being in Minnesota, I know my family really appreciated mm-hmm. that. Oh no, absolutely! And I mean, you even got the opportunity to to represent the United States of America as well in the, in the World Juniors uh, in, in under 20. What was that experience like, too, just to be able to, to play those four games representing your country? That That's one of those that you can't really explain. Um, <laughs> putting on, I've been fortunate enough to put on the U.S. jersey, US jersey on multiple occasions, um, but the World Juniors is a whole different monster, mm-hmm. and it, it, was, it was a fantastic experience. Um, we, didn't, we didn't get where we wanted to be, but just being out there, um, and being a part of the whole thing was something really special. No, absolutely, and and so you you, you did all through the college. You you know you went through multiple predators development camps, things like that. And the the thing I want to ask with going through the pro experience in going through development camps, how has that helped you in terms of how you want to approach things as a coach going through all those different camps over the summer and and going through playing college hockey and even playing the USHL for a season with Waterloo, all those different experiences. How is it helping to form your identity as a coach? Um, the biggest thing is just the learning aspect of it all. You take you take what you can get um, as much as you can get and as little time as you get. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, I was only out at those camps for a week or so, but you take everything you learn, whether it was in the USHL or at uh, Predators camp or college, you take the things you, you liked from certain coaches, you take the things you didn't like from certain coaches, and you, you kind of form um, your, own, your own role that way. Um, things that you think think will help, the things that you think will help more, and the things that you don't think help me as a player. <clears throat> um, trying to form that that identity that way. Um, but the biggest thing for me out of all of that <clears throat> is honestly, it's the it's the aspect of understanding that as a young guy, the generations have changed. Mm-hmm. Um, so the the old school, in my opinion, um, and some some may agree, some may not agree, but in my opinion, the old style of coaching isn't really the way to go anymore with this new generation you got to be more um it's got to be more teaching rather than 
being hard on guys. I mean, there's going to be time and a place to be hard on guys, but I don't think it's going to be as prevalent um, as we move forward over the next, you know, 10 or 20 years. Sure. No, that, that makes total sense. And I mean, the game's always evolving. So it's always important to be, you know, looking at things like that. And then you are also able to experience you were down in Nashville for the Elite Edge Hockey Showcase, which is now showcasing so much talent, not just from the Southeast U.S., but from all of North America. Kids travel in and there's plenty of coaches from all of American juniors and even some Canadian juniors and D1, D3 hockey schools. So what was that like now going into that head coaching aspect, trying to find talent for your future? Um, that was that was a different experience for sure. I mean, this was my first real summer of the scouting aspect of things. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm I'm still learning. I think the the recruiting process too in the NA3 is a little bit different than what I was doing in the in the North American League. Um, so learning that learning that side of things with um, one being free and one being pay to play, mm-hmm. um, the the recruiting is a little bit different. So. Um, I'm still learning, and it's going to take. It's going to definitely take more than more than one summer to learn how to do it correctly, and and make sure that I'm not stepping on anyone's toes. Um, but it's uh, it was fun. I think that was probably more of a learning experience than even the the Predators camps, just because of all the coaches that were there. Sure. So now I was able to to pull pull things from you know ten different coaches because I mean those scouting events are are the one place that you get all the coaches together, other than conventions. So. Um, that was that was a really fun experience for me. Plus, it was really nice being back back in the Ford Center. It brought back a lot of good memories. <laughs> I got to see a lot of old friends, so it was really good for me. Yeah, it's always cool. It was one of those things I was kind of standing there talking to, to a different coach, to Mark Lane, who, who helps out there and is a coach here locally as well and has won multiple state championships. But aside from that, just kind of asking like, oh, you know, I was wondering about Zach Stefan and everything. He goes, oh, he's right there. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, no, I, that was kind of a – I didn't really understand right away. Like I knew Walker was um, was running it, but mm-hmm. I didn't know since it's really my it was one of my first scouting combines. I didn't really know who was all going to be there. Mm-hmm. But I ended up seeing everyone, and so it was awesome. I saw the trainer, the old trainers. I saw um, Walks. I saw you. I saw um, Scotty. So it was it was really fun, and it was it was good to see everyone again. Yeah, it's, it's awesome, and I mean, it's it's really cool, too, that more and more talent from the Southeast is getting discovered, and these kids are realizing that there's opportunities to, to play and to, and to move on, so hopefully, it'd, it'd be really cool if, if there's some kids from this area that end up going up and, and playing for you, because that'd be just a great connection to have. Yeah, for sure, and, I, and especially because I also work the, the North American League side for Chip Bastille. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we're, we're loaded with um, Nashville kids, so I mean, we had... Last year we had Cam Thiesing, we had David Sudbring, Dylan Moulton, mm-hmm. uh, Brendan Ogle, Braden Dorfman. I mean, those are all guys that are from that area. So we we like our we like our Nashville kids, and so it's a, it was a good connection to have when I got in touch with Walker. Yeah, and and Dylan Moulton uh, getting in the invite to Press Development Camp along with Ben Schulteis. So kind of cool to see these some of these kids from Nashville getting invites when they've been playing in American Juniors. So it just shows the talents developing and and obviously like, talking to some of the coaches at Elite Edge too is that hey they got to go and find the talent anywhere. There's more talent coming from the south and it's getting it's going to get really competitive because programs are going to have to compete to sign these kids. Yeah, no, it's it's one of those things where um, that's that's what everyone's trying to do right now is grow the game and in some of the, the um, places below the Mason Vector line. So, um, and the, the nice thing that hopefully they'll start doing to even help that further is hopefully some colleges down there, other than um, just Alabama Huntsville, will start getting programs too. 
Um, I think ASU is a big one for the mm-hmm. West Coast um, to start going to D1 too to get some of those kids from the South. But if we can start getting um, some colleges down there and give guys a little more opportunity that way too, um, I mean, there's there's definitely a lot of talent in the South. It's just a little harder to to find if there's not any programs down there. So. That's why I enjoyed being down there, that's for sure. Yeah, no, absolutely. Hopefully that, that, that comes out, especially with the news that just broke yesterday um, about the, the seven schools in the WCHA wanted from their own conference. So that's, I mean, you briefly touches on everything right there. Um, but looking at looking looking ahead now, too, in, in American Juniors, a lot of people still in, in the South, because we don't really have it here. We had the NA3 team here for a brief period of time, and then that had to go with uh, one of the sportsplexes closing because it just didn't have the ice time and the funding for it. But... What is life like in the American Juniors? Uh, because it is something that I want people to understand more about what, what it is and what they're trying to do because they're getting more and more push behind it and support from the NHL to help grow American talent. Just, I guess, briefly, if you could explain, what is life like in playing in, for kids in the NA and the NA3? Yeah, I mean, the whole Juniors experience is, is something that only hockey really does. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the it essentially gives kids the opportunity to have three extra years before going to college. So whether whether that's getting bigger and stronger or faster or smarter or whatever it may be, um, it gives the opportunity for those three extra years, and then they can go into college at 21. Um, so that those extra three years of development um, or possible development, depending on when their colleges want to bring them in um is big time and then for those kids that don't have college commitments out of high school now they get three more years to try to find that college commitment so um three years is a long time and a lot of things can happen in three years so it's really good for those kids and then on top of that with them most of those kids not being necessarily in school um in high school anymore they'll either take gives them an opportunity to take online classes for college so that they get ahead of the game and then the opportunity to do a lot of volunteer work because there's mm-hmm. some kids are really good at it, um, but some kids are, are not as social. Mm-hmm. And so being able to get them out of their comfort zone and, and socialize with people will help them down the road. So there's a lot of aspects of juniors that goes way beyond the hockey aspect. And, and that's awesome right there to hear. I'm one of those folks that, that obviously loves seeing and, and going a part of Preds Development Camp is Community Day and going to see what these kids are doing uh, to be a part of the community and learning how important of an aspect that is. And it kind of goes right in, alongside with what they have to do with their junior teams too. And what, what does that say then to you? Because I'm sure you've noticed it, especially as a coach too. You're seeing, we're seeing more and more kids getting drafted out of the USHL and even the NAHL. A lot more kids, a lot more American players. What does it say about how these programs are helping to develop the talent, even not even develop it necessarily, but get that recognized by different scouts. Yeah, I mean, the, the talent level is good, just going to keep rising because with, um, like like we talked about, even the South, um, starting to get more and more players and more and more support that way, there's just more players than ever right now because the game is growing, so that, that alone is bringing the junior game up. Um, but I think, personally, like we just talked about with all the volunteer work and everything, USHL does a great job in, in creating well-rounded kids um, along with good hockey players. Same thing with the NA and the NA3 and all that good stuff. But um, that's a big thing because I know even when I was going through, when I was at the NHL Combine, I know they're not just looking at hockey. They're making sure that you're not, you know, you're a good human being. Sure. Um, yeah. and it was the same thing at Preds Camp. I mean, I was, I was a guy that I didn't have any problem with the community service stuff. I was good at that. Um, but some kids weren't, and that doesn't necessarily mean they're a bad kid, but if they're not willing to put in that work to be a good community service um, advocate, 
you know, that's probably a kid that's not not on their radar as much as they'd like mm-hmm. him to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so with how American Juniors does it, and I don't know how Canadian Juniors does it, but I just know um, American Juniors does it so well that it's hard it's hard to find you know bad kids that don't know how to do it do it right and be an advocate for it. Yeah, that, yeah, that makes perfect sense. The interview process we see it so much. I mean. Heck, even the video games talk about interviews and how they'd be a good fit in it. So people know that it's not just yeah. about the on ice. It's about how they're going to fit well with an organization. We, we see that so much too. So, but, but Zach, I really appreciate you joining me and giving me just some insight about the, the, the NA and your opportunities there. Obviously, we all wish you the best, and it's just been great to catch up with you. Yeah, no, I appreciate you giving me a call. I really I was looking forward to this. This was a good good reminder of all the good things to come, so I appreciate it. No, absolutely. And hey, keep on discovering more talent here in the South, and uh, we'll keep sending them up to Minnesota, too. (laughs) All right, that sounds good. I look forward to it.